Hello, Internet. This is Chase Wassenaar, a.k.a. the Red Shirt King. Welcome to another special edition of our team-by-team preview. We're taking it one day at a time, looking at one team every day in the European LCS. Uh, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend, Walter Fetchuk. Walter, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm, I know I say I'm like excited to talk about every team, but like this is the European team I am most excited to talk about. I am just, I am like, oh, salivating when I look at this roster. And, and you have good reason to, because this is H2K Gaming, and we already got a taste of this at IEM Cologne, just what this team is capable of. Uh, they did fall to Ever in the semifinals of that series, but they showed a great deal of resilience against Cloud9, having only practiced together for a couple days. And we got to see a forgiven extended pentakill already. He already looks ten times better than he did last split. So let's let's start. He looks so happy. He does. He really well. I mean, happy is really the word happy. I'd use for forgiven. Yeah, it's much more like just Michael Jordan focused. But like you know, he's got that. Uh, it's like Kobe when he gets that little smirk. You know, it's that, it's that little, like, <laughs> I got this, you know? Uh, that's where I think he is right now. And there's a reason he should be that way, because this is the best roster he's ever played with. I mean, you look at what they've done this offseason. They kept Oduamne. They kept Ryu. They kept Prawley. And they signed in Veteran to be the analyst uh, for this team, who I think Veteran is a guy that, you know, gets a lot of flack for certain things on Twitter, but a guy that I certainly respect from an analytical perspective. Uh, and they got went out. And they broke my heart. They signed Yankos in the jungle and Vander in the support position. And they brought in Forgiven to finally have a support that he can trust and a jungler that can, you know, get the rest of these team going. And when you look at this roster, Walter, I mean, it's kind of hard not to be incredibly excited about Ugh. the potential at play, right? Finally. There is a European roster that can that can get me as hyped up as that old Gambit Gaming roster. Like the original Gambit Gaming roster. Like this roster has me just in such a tizzy because I cannot wait to watch them in week nine. I, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait until after they've they've built their system and after they figured out how they're gonna play. And it's either going to be like an amazing team to watch, or it's going to be the biggest dumpster fire in, in League of Legends history. And there's no middle ground. That's the there thing about no this team ground. that's so interesting. It either is going to be this incredible power in Europe that just takes the whole region by storm and forces everyone else to adapt to what they're doing, or it's an entire mess of a roster that just comes apart at the seams and leaves everyone wondering how this couldn't, you know, could have failed. But we're going to start with the most exciting part of all this, which is given the talent around him, is this the split we get to see God Given's final form? Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> well, uh, not final form. This is not his final form. This is definitely power level over 9,000. Mm hmm. This isn't this isn't final form because I feel like we'll never see his final form until he's in game five of the world championship. I feel like that'll be the only time we'll ever see Forgiven reach that like pinnacle maxed out level. But I think we're gonna get pretty dang close. I think this entire split, he is going to be going, I am going to murder all of Europe. I, I that's that's what he's gonna do. 
And he's going to do that until he finally makes it to a world championship. And it's almost criminal that he hasn't been to the world championship yet. It's almost criminal. It's, uh, you know, some of it is self-inflicted. So I don't, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I have a hard time putting my heart out there for the guy when he's not only, you know, the SK playoff run, you know, he really stopped working with the rest of his team when he lost confidence in them. And his behavioral stuff was something that really hurt him towards the end of that gambit run. But the thing that people forget about that gambit run, you look at the stats, he did not have a great split last split, no matter how you chalk it up. He only had 33 kills. That's, that's really weird for Forgiven. And I understand that that team wasn't a team that went kill crazy, and it wasn't like he was being set up for a ton of opportunities. But he didn't have this over-the-top, incredible... You know, the number of moments you can think about with him on that Gambit roster, there, there aren't a lot of you know, games that pop out in my mind. But you look at what he did in IEM Cologne. You look at how he played when their backs were against the wall against Cloud9. You look at what happened in Game 2 in, against Ever, where he literally just flipped a switch and said, we are not losing this game. I don't care. We're not losing this game. I don't care how much gold we're behind. I don't care what the math say should work. I am going to get this game to work out for us no matter what. And he did. And that's something that I just – there are very few players in all of League of Legends who can do that. And given the talent around him, I think this is the time to see just what his peak is. Because if that's what he's doing when he's practiced with these guys for two days, it's like you said, like imagine week eight, week nine. Oh. When he's used to the calls and they've got this system around them and, and he and Vander are at you know peak potential because Vander's such a good support. And, and Vander gets thrash and they just play the wife steal lane and oh it's my just God. gonna be it's gonna be oh mama mia, it's gonna be amazing. Can I, you imagine like uh, how do you ban out that bot lane? It's just it's it's crazy. Because the other thing you have to remember, and this is the most underrated storyline with this team, now that he has more aggressive laners across the board. Is this when we see Yankos return to his first blood form? Because at IEM Cologne, he was six for six being involved with first blood. So it kind of feels like we're heading there, no? I, I think so. I think that the talent level around him is, is much higher this year. Uh, or this, yeah, yeah, this split. I'll say this year, this split. I think it's much, much higher. I think he doesn't have to babysit a single lane, which has been his problem, especially last split, was that he had to babysit lanes. So now that he doesn't have to do that, now that, that he can kind of make the plays and get back to this really uh, really aggressive, in-your-face style that he had back in like the spring and back last year, I think, I think we do. I think the, fr- the first blood king is back. Just absolutely. And, and here's the crazy part. So, you know, People always say, like, oh, Yankos wasn't the same player last year that he was in Season 4. Let me read off his summer stats for a second. Uh, he had 45 kills, which was the highest amongst junglers in Europe last split. He had a 4.2 KDA. That was third. 73.1% kill participation. That was fourth. Uh, fifth in damage permitted. Third in earned gold permitted. Third in wards place permitted. First in wards cleared permitted. He had a great split last summer. And this was, I'm not talking summer playoffs, I'm talking the summer regular season, when Rockat was still going back and forth trying to decide whether they were actually good or not. 
And regardless of the team fluctuating around him, the bot lane, having to replace Woolite midseason, and all the crazy things that were going on, he has stayed a consistent power in the jungler in a way that maybe has people have underrated a little bit just because he, you know, it didn't shine in the same way that it, that it really popped when he could take use of that early aggression. Now, you know, last split, it was more of a, you know, mid to late game making his use in team fights and making sure that he was doing what the rest of his team needed. But now he has so many places. Anytime he ganks bot lane, it's kind of hard to imagine them not grabbing a kill somehow. I don't know how early game forgiven Vander and Yankos don't grab a kill. I, I, you know, even, you know, especially now that Yellow Star's out of Europe, I just, I don't know what you do against that. I really don't know what the answer for that's going to be. Someone's going to have to find one or this team's going to just start steamrolling. But, you know, he can gank top lane for Odoamne. He can gank for Ryu, who did really well at uh, IEM Cologne. There are just so many options. And I'm so bittersweetly excited to watch because this is, this is everything I've wanted for Yanko since I started rooting for Rocket in 2014. And he, we couldn't do it for him there, but H2K has done it for him here. And I just, I, I can't wait. But, you know, we talk about all this stuff, Walter, that we're really excited about. And there's that dark cloud that hangs over all of this. Now, we always talk about these things conditionally when it comes to this team, because there's one fear that stands out above all other fears. How will Prawley and Veteran keep Forgiven's respect and keep the team afloat if things start to turn at some point this season? The best thing that they can do is just keep winning. That, that's honestly the, fir- the first part of the plan is, okay, let's just keep winning. Let's just win. That's, you keep winning, you're going to keep Forgiven happy. Mm-hmm. You put him in a position where he can be successful, he's going to be happy. That's, it should always be about getting to the first thing should be getting to the playoffs. Next thing should be winning the playoffs. Then summer split getting to worlds. Like you have to keep going forward. And to do that, you have to keep winning. If they don't win, I don't know how you make him not check out because every team, when it starts getting bad, he's just checked out. So SK gaming couldn't figure it out. Gambit couldn't figure it out. Copenhagen wolves couldn't figure it out. Like I don't, know what the answer is other than you just have to make sure that he believes in the system and that you continue to remind him that the players around him are the best players he's ever had in his career and that he does not have to be the best player on this on the on summoners rift game in and game out that he doesn't have to you know get five pentakills in one game to win it that he can rely on his teammates you have to remind him of that you have to show him the stats you have to show him the footage whatever it takes so I don't have the answer to that other than just keep winning. That, that's what it comes down to is just win, baby. Old Al Davis line. Just win. That's you know, what it I th- comes down to. I'm starting to think more teams should take that mentality. I don't know why other teams don't have that strategy. Just keep winning. It's so simple. I think that's, you know, just, just don't lose and everything's fine. I mean, that's, I mean, this is the downside, right? Um, the good news is that Forgiven does seem to respect Prawley. There's a lot of, you know, people are talking about how, you know, he really trusts Prawley as a, you know, mind of the game. So he's someone that he really respects the strategies that have been coming out and the, the ways that, you know, the things that he's done to make that H2K team great, despite the weaknesses that they had last split. Uh, the one thing that worries me, though, is that uh, Forgiven made a post when he signed saying he was so excited to work with 
Prawley, Oduamne, Yankos, Vander, uh, Ryu, and did not mention veteran at any point in that in that whole thing. Veteran's name did not come up, and I don't know what that means for veterans' tenure at age two K. Maybe it was a genuine, just you know, slipped his mind. Uh, with forgiven, I don't. I, I tend to think it's pretty calculated when he makes these kinds of statements. It's kind of like when uh, LeBron James wrote that letter about coming back to Cleveland, and he named everyone but Andrew Wiggins, and it's like, oh, I guess they're trading Andrew Wiggins here. Uh, you know, you can so, sometimes you can see these things. I hope that's not the case because I think veteran is a good analytical mind, but we'll certainly see. But Walter, I think I, I, I can sense you're seeing something right now in your uh, in your crystal ball with this team. What are you seeing? Oh. What's coming your way? Each one of these players will be arguably the number one player in their position, with the exception of Ryu, and he will be top three. Yeah. Every single one of them will be arguably the number one player in their position at the end of the split. You know, with with the sheer amount of talent they have and how much these guys stand out both as individuals and as, you know, players who have pretty high kill participation numbers across the board, it'd be pretty worrying if any of them were outside the top three for their position. Like, out if, if these guys were not top three in their position by the end of the split, they will have taken a step backwards in their career. Absolutely. And I don't think these guys are going to take a step backwards. I think when you surround yourself with these kinds of, you know, these kinds of minds in Prawley and these kinds of talents, I think it's much more likely that one of these guys takes a step forward. And, you know, it sounds simple when you put it this way, but, you know, how many teams out there can honestly say, like, yeah, every single player that we have is a top three guy. In, in the league at his position. And if you're an enemy team, if you're a fanatic, if you're an Orihan, I mean, how do you stop that? I mean, that's got to be the scariest thing for Europe right now. You've got to hope that uh, well, maybe the team play <laughs> isn't there. But I mean, Orihan, I, I think they're both kind of in the same. I, I think Orihan has it easier. Over, they're like, well, we're, we're the other team that could argue every single one of our players are, you know, is a top player at their position. Oh, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be, I think, a... Uh, uh, a battle for that top spot for sure between those two. Is that is that where our final thoughts lead us? Is this uh, that we feel confident saying that H2K is a top two team in Europe pretty yes. definitively? Yep, absolutely. I, I said the, th- the thing about TSM and, and uh, energy, if you listen to the North American podcast today. Plug, 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 I am a company man. But <laughs> I think that it's going to be H2K and Orien, both both splits barring, you know, some crazy, you know, forgiven checks out and this team doesn't work out the way. But if it works out the way, we expect everything to work out. Orion and H2K are your two teams at the end of spring and summer. And one is going to, and the same thing, one is going to win each of them. They're not going to win both. So that's, that's my prediction, especially for this. I think Orion wins the spring split over H2K. I think H2K is second this split, if I really want to make it a prediction. I can't tell you how excited I am at the idea of Orihen versus an H2K gaming that's had a whole split to gel together, playing in a best of five in the finals. At Ugh. whatever arena, I'm sure Riot's going to find for this. Like, that's everything I want from the European League of Legends. Can we team. just have it be at the Acropolis? Like, can we just make it at, like, the Acropolis? It's, po- it's possible. Like, just literally, like, find some, you know, let's go to, the, like, the Pantheon. Like, literally just the middle of, like, this great... <laughs> <laughs> like ancient, like 
the Coliseum. <laughs> the Coliseum. Are you not entertained? Oh, it, it will. We will be entertained. I think if for no other reason than if Forgiven wins, or like if he wins that best of five, he'll like like rip his shirt off three hundred style, like as like a no, you know, no, no, no claim no, 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 of victory. No. I don't think he does. Oh, you don't. I, f- I think if he wins, he says nothing. I think oh he my says God. nothing. I think if he wins, he's just like, yeah, we won. You know, very like traditional sports person. Like, yeah, no, it was a, it was a good game. You know, they played very well. And he's not going to say a word. And I think that scares me even more. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing that scared people when TSM won spring last year, right? Uh, it was just that when they won, they had no emotion behind it. And I was just like, damn, these guys are really, they're just, they're gearing up for MSI at the time. They don't. They think that North America is just something that they should win. And that kind of mentality, I think, is the mentality that Forgiven brings to this H2K team. I can't wait to watch it. I'm sure you guys can't wait to watch it. Uh, You should talk to us on Twitter about how excited you are about this team and all the other teams we've previewed so far. You can find me at RedShirtKing. Walter, where can they find you? You guys can find me at C80s underscore LOL. And you also need to be sticking to this spot for the rest of our team-by-team previews. We're going to be doing these for the next seven days. We've got seven more teams left in Europe and North America. Uh, We already did uh, in Europe Team Vitality, and yesterday we did Splice. In North America, we just released NRG today. We've done TSM, and we've done Immortals. You're really going to want to listen to all these. uh, And if you can subscribe to us at soundcloud.com slash esportsgamblinghour or find us on iTunes at the Esports Gambling Hour, you'll make sure to get all of these episodes and keep getting them day after day. Uh, As for who we're going to talk about tomorrow, Walter, I think it's time to go back to the random number generator. And until then, goodbye, Internet.